0: Hey, everyone, welcome to another episode of Sweat Success. I am your host, Michael Benso, and today I'm doing this thing solo. We're going to dive into a topic that's really transforming the entire globe, and I believe it's going to be transforming at the same time, the fitness industry in parallel. I'm talking about AI. I'm talking about artificial intelligence. This is a technological marvel. It's changing the way that we approach pretty much everything, and it's certainly going to push into the realm of health, fitness, and really our overall well-being, how we work with health professionals, how we work with the practitioners, and if I can generate a program in 30 seconds using ChatGPT, am I no longer needed as a trainer? I want to go over things uh, today that really make a lot of sense in in my mind. AI has been in development since 1951. And back then, we didn't have the technology. We didn't have the hardware, the processing capacity to take data and squeeze it down and speed up the process to read that information that fast. Today, we do. And it's only going to get better. The ability for the hardware and the processors and uh, all of the tools that we have to be able to read data and spit it out and gather and collect that information, it's just going to get better because our technology is advancing. It hasn't stopped. So before we dive in to this and how I think AI is revolutionizing the fitness industry, I just want to take a quick step back I want to talk a little bit about the current landscape of AI and the the presence that it has on our lives. And if if you do that, what you'll notice is that today we have predictive text on our phones. We've had it for a while, actually. Predictive text is a form of AI or machine learning. We have that on our smartphones. We also have the ability to get recommendations from streaming services like Spotify, Netflix, Hulu, all the others that exist out there because that data is being fed into a system. It's reading it and it's spitting out based on... On what you like based on your profile, based on your avatar, what you might like to watch. Okay. And you see this also in even the uh, applications like Twitter and Instagram. Those tools are giving you content based on your profile, based on what you like. So there's algorithms in the background that's constantly running, reading what you like. We're at the point where those algorithms are so powerful that we now have platforms like AI artificial intelligence that is able to understand that information and then read it and give you the information that you need based on a lot of data. This is becoming a huge part of our daily routines. And if you're thinking that it's not, I'm not going to say that you're you're wrong, but I'm going to say that I think you should do a little bit more research because the fitness industry is standing at the peak of its own revolution with AI. We're right there. Part of me believes that because our own company, BizOps, is in development with AI. So I'm seeing this on a regular basis. Now, let me share with you an experience that kind of brought me to this point. To make this podcast today, okay, to do this thing solo. Uh, A few days ago, my wife and I were having conversations about artificial intelligence, where it's going to go, what's happening. And we went down this rabbit hole and started talking about this for quite some time. But then that moved me into uh, the capacity of me wanting to jump on ChatGPT. And by the way, ChatGPT, for those who are skeptics and they think this thing's not going to be around very long, it's not been around very long so far. So it will probably outlive whatever version of not very long you think because it's on its fourth version already. We're talking November when this thing started. And I, I digress. Now, let me go back to the fact that I was using ChatGPT to build out a workout program for me and that's what brought me to this. My wife and I were having this conversation and I thought to myself, I, I don't know if anybody's done this. I'm sure somebody has, but I wanted to see what kind of program the thing would spit out. And if it would be a program that I would actually create myself, if I gave it some uh, prompts. And so the prompts were that I wanted an eight-week workout program with a progression from muscular endurance all the way to muscular power. I didn't say anything about muscular strength or muscular hypertrophy in there. And I wanted my workout to exclude, uh, what was it? I think it was exclude uh, the warm-up and the cool down. I wanted my workout to be within 30 to 45 minutes in length uh, per session. And I wanted to go... uh, I wanted to have uh, two week interval cycles and I wanted it to, to be from Monday through Friday. Anyway, me creating an eight week program, if I were to sit down and write this eight week program out based on those those variables, I would have it probably would have taken me maybe 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes to write that out for all eight weeks. In 30 seconds, Chat GPT gave me an eight week program that I probably would have written myself. For sure I would have written it myself. Then that made me think, well, man, that's pretty cool. Let me just actually go do the do the workout. So yesterday I used the day one workout plan. And really, it it left me in awe. I mean, what a remarkable program. And that encounter left me last night when I was at the gym. I'm thinking to myself, I gotta talk about this. I got to do a podcast about this because this is crazy. What other things is going to happen? What other things are going to happen next? So our team's already been in discussion. We've already been uh, reviewing and doing some research and development on the ways that we can integrate AI into our software because we've already successfully ventured in the world of NFT projects. We've already spent time creating uh, fantastic innovations in Web3. So, when it comes to AI and embracing it, I'm not a stranger to uh, new tech. Certainly, our team's not strangers to thinking outside the box. So, given AI is already here, it's already making an impact. I'm using it to create workout programs for myself. And I'm thinking to myself, what does this mean for trainers? What does this mean for gym owners, for instructors? So, I felt it was necessary to dive a little deeper into this topic. Okay. So, I want to start by envisioning the future of fitness with AI at its core okay so if you just think of like we have artificial intelligence this thing is the powerhouse it's the nucleus of what's driving everything else what can be driven by it i try i'll try and do my best to just like really hone in and focus on the fitness side we have programs like chat gpt okay that, that clearly is there people are uh you know tweeting about it and uh there's messages everywhere on this stuff and it can iterate copy or compile a legal document based on your prompts there's also AI generated art, okay, and this stuff's being sold as collectibles at a high dollar value because it's perceived valuable. and this stuff is I mean the artwork is pretty amazing. We also have AI generated videos with succinct audio. okay, and if you just think about video, I mean if we're creating art and that's a that's an image. if you think about video, it's just a bunch of those images squeezed together right in a uniform way to create movement so, now we've got audio, we've got video, we've got um, the the prompts, we have the the obviously the speech uh, component of AI. So where does it go next, right? If it's doing all those things already, I think the next natural step with AI in the fitness realm, in the health and fitness realm, is in healthcare. And I think that because AI relies on data and the data in healthcare is pretty, pretty vast. Okay, it's huge. It already exists in a lot of these systems, but it's just a matter of privacy. So if a machine can rapidly diagnose, now think about this, machine can rapidly diagnose and identify all the potential outcomes of an ailment based on your blood panel. You go get your blood drawn, you've got all the information about you. Don't you think that would provide like enormous value to get quick and precise treatment protocols. So if it exists there in the healthcare realm, we already have video, we already have audio, we already have the ability to to generate uh, books. If you wanted, we're just scratching the surface. So imagine this. Now, now we're gonna jump into something else. Okay, my my brain's like going all over the place because there's so much to talk about with AI, and I'm really struggling to try and just focus in the fitness realm. But imagine that you take out like your futuristic smart device. Today we're using phones; that's our smart device. Whatever form that device may take in the years to come, perhaps it's a uh, it's a pocket-sized multifunctional refrigerator. Okay, I don't know. And you say to this device, Siri. Alexa, uh, Bard, I think that's Google's, Google's uh, chat GPT version, whatever the name that you give the AI or whatever it prefers to go by, because I would imagine by then it's going to have like a preference. Hey, Siri, create a workout program for me. And you're not going to have to give it the same kind of prompts that I gave it because it spent so much time with you already. It has all the data about you. Facebook does this today. Meta, sorry. Meta does this today already, right? Everything that you've been doing, it's been collecting information. What do you think those little check boxes are that you click on? Okay. The data is there about you. It exists and you're, you're giving it to meta. You don't own that data. They do Okay. I keep going off on this tangent, but let's just say you say create a workout program for me. And within seconds, your device is not only going to craft the perfect plan, tailored to your needs, but it's also going to provide you with the AI generated video demonstrations and psychological motivational cues to keep you engaged with the video, to keep you engaged with the workout program. So you keep coming back for more because it's going to give you the dopamine response that you need to stay with the program. What do you think those games are doing out there today? You don't think there's going to be gamification with AI. I mean, my kids, they they get on their phones and they're playing these games and they can't get off the darn game. And it's because There's a trigger in there to keep them in the game. They get that dopamine response. They love the damn thing. You don't think that's going to happen with AI. You don't think AI is going to be smart enough to recognize the code of other gamification protocols that it's going to utilize that to continue keeping you where you're at. Okay. This level of personalization and optimization is a little scary, but it's genuinely unparalleled. And it's literally the tip of the iceberg when it comes to AI and what it has in store for us, especially the fitness realm. Now, you know, I'm talking about and I'm all jacked up here because I got a little caffeine in me, but, but I'm talking about the AI uh, in the sense of fitness and the AI revolution goes way beyond just me creating a workout program the other day and then me doing it and, you know, going and working out artificial intelligence is poised to transform a ton of aspects in the fitness industry, okay? Uh, what about nutrition? Okay, so if, if you're getting your blood, blood blood panel and this data is there, you think MyFitnessPal was cool. You think that's cool to have on your phone. You can enter in some information, scan some barcodes, and it populates your macros and micros. AI is gonna be, anal- be able to analyze your dietary habits, okay? maybe through there's there's patches that you put on your arm and it, it it'll pull how much uh, blood glucose you have in your in your bloodstream okay and that, that exists today so don't you think that with the data that you're going to be able to create not you I keep saying you it's AI I'm talking to the AI okay? If it's listening it's probably listening taking my my vocal cues and and downloading it taking this as data maybe the concerns that we have or taking this as an idea but it's going to be able to suggest meal plans and recipes. Okay. Help you track your macros. It'll be able to help you track all your micros. It's going to be able to give you the nutrients or tell you what nutrients you need in order to maybe get rid of some kind of ailment or sickness that you have. That'd be pretty cool. And it's all tailored to whatever it is you want to tailor to, whether it be fitness goals or just specific preferences. Okay. There's always that need for the next fad diet. Now imagine having a nutrition program that is always your personalized fad diet because it, it works specifically for you. We're all, we're all unique. We're all individuals. We're there's something in us that's a little different for every single person. So imagine having that precision where it knows exactly what you need based on the, the liquid in your body and how your body functions, the chemicals in your body, and then gives you that, that type of precision for nutrition, okay? Now, that's one component. Okay. That's one various aspect of the fitness industry that it's going to touch on. What about sleep and recovery? Okay, we got you, your smartwatches and smartphones that are adapted to understand your sleep patterns and your sleep cycles, and we all know recovery is an essential component of fitness. But imagine AI being able to monitor monitor that on another level, okay? Sleep patterns, providing insights on how to improve your sleep quality, suggesting personalized recovery strategies based on your workout intensity and stress levels, maybe even suggesting personalized music, okay? To get into that beta stage or theta stage. That kind of customization, Again, a little scary, but it's going to ensure that you're always at your peak. You're always at your optimum performance. Pretty cool. So if that's not cool enough for you on how it might uh, modify or change or uh, work with Within the fitness realm. Think about injury and prevention of injury or rehab. One of the most significant benefits, I think, in AI in the fitness industry is the ability to analyze movement patterns. Okay. And identify potential injury risk, recommending corrective exercises to improve your biomechanics. Yeah, you know cool that would be. Imagine if you could just hold up that smart device, that that refrigerator, that smart refrigerator that that packs in like all these uh, tiny little pills that have all your micro and macronutrients in it. And it's also a phone and all these other things. It's got a camera on it. And then you're looking at it. Yeah, I'm talking like way future, but let's just use your phone. For example, you're looking at that thing and it's analyzing your movement for, let's say uh, an athlete. Okay. Uh, We'll use a running back, for example, in football. And it's taking that analysis and breaking it down and recognizing that in the movement pattern itself, that that running back has a higher propensity of having an injury to their ankle or knee because of the movement pattern. And all of a sudden it says, here are the exercises you need to do in order to strengthen these areas so that way your movement pattern, your biomechanics, and your gait is improved. Pretty freaking cool. It's it's almost there, okay? Not only that, but it's going to be able to give us recovery protocols for injuries, helping accelerate that healing process. Imagine what it'll do for athletics. Now, beyond that, we go into virtual coaching. Virtual coaching became really big a few years ago uh, with the advent of the, the crappy COVID thing, okay? But you push that thing along a little bit. And here you have AI, a virtual coaching platform with this video of this uh, humanoid thing that's giving you audio and video cues uh, to tell you what you need to be doing. Okay, it's going to be a heck of a lot more sophisticated, way more intuitive. And these platforms are going to be able to offer real-time feedback on your form, providing personalized training plans, simulating the experience. I mean, that that's going to be pretty cool. Give you a full simulated experience as if you had like a human trainer right next to you, offering that motivation and support when you need it most. More importantly, it's probably going to be just a little bit better because it's going to be giving you the, that gamification of cues. So you're getting that dopamine response as well. Maybe it's playing music for you that you really like. So as we move forward, okay, I think we've got to embrace this technology. I really do. But I also think it's crucial to ask, where does it leave the trainers? Where does it leave the coaches? Where does it leave the instructors? What happens to the gyms? What happens to the gym owners? What about all the personal training studios that exist out there? Okay. AI poses certainly some challenges, but it also presents an opportunity. And I think you got to embrace it. Because it's not going away. So here's where I think the opportunities are for trainers. So that way. You can really stay relevant. You can really stay ahead of the curve. okay? By integrating AI into your coaching practice or your platform, I think trainers can enhance their service. I think you're going to be able to offer clients a lot more personalization and effective fitness experience because you're going to be able to spend more time with them. Rather than viewing AI as a competitor to you, as a coach, you have the ability to adopt the technology as a game changer and a game changing ally to really heighten and elevate your practice to help clients reach their goals fast and efficient. Now, you know, Now that we've talked a little bit about AI, I mean, because I've, I've been kind of like a little bit all over the spectrum here, and it's only because I'm trying to like push myself into the fitness realm and only talk about AI in that world, but we've talked, or at least I've talked because I'm, I'm doing all the talking here. I've explored the, the potential of AI in the fitness industry, and I want to talk a little bit more about the challenges and the ethical consideration that might come with this. Okay. Even though it offers huge, 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 tremendous amounts of potential, we got to be mindful of issues like data privacy, okay? Talk about HIPAA compliance, right? Potential biases and algorithms. And what I mean by bias and algorithms is that algorithm, it reads a bunch of data, but because it's reading so much data, it may not be totally refined to the specifics that you're looking for. So uh, for example, one of the reasons why in chat GPT, when I I put the specifics in there, uh, was because I I wanted a specific outcome. Okay. Inputs, good inputs get you good outputs. So that bias in the algorithm could give you if if your inputs aren't refined enough, you might get an output that's so broad that it may not, uh, be the right output you're looking for, uh, especially when it comes to workout programming. Okay. The other thing that you got to take in consideration is the importance of how you maintain that human connection, uh, and empathy within our entire fitness journey. Okay. So if, if that human connection is not there and all you're doing is relying on AI as your crutch, forget it. You know, it's, it's not going to work. You're not going to be a very good trainer. AI is not going to replace you as a human. It might someday, maybe I think we're headed in that direction, but it's not going to replace you as a human being. Okay. It's certainly, uh, Has the potential to create new technology because once it gets smart enough, now it has all the data. Now it knows how to code. Now it knows how to write other AI modules, and now it has the ability to uh, build a car if it wanted to, or another robot if it wanted to, because the data exists. Somebody's got to go press that button and turn it off again. I digress. I get out of out of the scope of what I'm trying to talk about, so I'll pull myself back in here. The other thing that I think is super important is data privacy. Okay, so we're talking about data, big data. It's all there, but data privacy. Okay, huge concern with the age of uh, AI. As technology really relies on collecting and analyzing vast amounts of uh, personal and private information to get these tailored recommendations, ensuring that this data is protected and used responsibly, is paramount and that is is really is the responsibility of these tech giants, these ones, these moguls who are creating these really cool technological tools, but you got to be aware of it, okay, as a trainer, as a coach, as a gym owner, as a client, be aware of how this information is being disseminated, how it's being handled, because it could get into the hands of uh, whoever wants to use it and you get hacked in the wrong way. And then I was talking a little bit about biases, Uh, you know, that algorithm, it does create some challenges in the realm of AI for fitness coaching. Hey, these biases can stem from uh, wrong data being used to train the algorithm that then spits out the wrong information so it doesn't accurately represent uh, a huge diverse population. Okay, So it's important to really understand those potential pitfalls. Uh, So as a coach, you can't just rely totally on on AI. I I think you need to use it. I think you need to embrace it. And I think the more that you embrace it and use it, the more you're going to understand it. But as we're embracing this in the fitness industry, we can't forget the biggest role And that's the human connection, okay? The empathetic part that we play in the fitness journey of our clients and the people that we're surrounded by. Technology is and can undoubtedly enhance the training experience. I I have no doubt about that. I created a workout program for myself, and it was freaking awesome. But it's essential, okay, totally essential to hit the right balance between leveraging that incredible capability of AI And preserving that empathetic human touch that's always been an integral part of personal training and coaching and the healthcare industry. I think that's so critical. I think a lot lot of reason why people get better is because they have a real human they can talk to, right? Whether it be personal trainer or whether it be at the hospital, they have somebody they can talk to. So how can we ensure that we're harnessing the power of AI in the fitness world while we maintain that delicate balance? Okay. And I've got a few ideas. I've got a few strategies that I think trainers and fitness enthusiasts can adopt to make the the most of the AI revolution, Kate's been around again since 1951, so this is not new, but it's pushed forward with big thrusters really fast, and it's here, and it's not going away. So the first thing is, I think you got to stay informed. I think you got to stay informed, and you got to stay educated. Educate yourself on how these tools can enhance uh, your training program, how you can enhance your workout routine. Do what I did. Make it real simple. Just go to chat GPT, sign up, uh, and create a workout program for yourself, or maybe uh, try and create a nutrition plan for yourself. It's pretty neat. The next thing I think that you really should do is uh, really kind of be focused and mindful about embracing a hybrid approach, knowing that AI exists, but you also exist too, and you've, you've got to work together. So creating that hybrid approach of how do I... I Pair uh, AI with the ability of me being uh, with my client, and I'll tell you the thing that I think is you know quickly embraced would be the ability to create workout programs in the snap of a finger, and then review the workout program, make a few tweaks here and there, and then now that's the program that you're using for your clients. I see all too often too many coaches and trainers they're they're doing the same damn thing for all their clients every single freaking Monday. Everybody's doing chest every Tuesday. Everybody's doing back, and I just think that's the wrong mentality. You got to really design your programs. Uh, Around your clients and what their needs are. Don't make it easy for yourself just because it's easy for yourself. So if if you're one of those trainers, definitely utilize uh, the AI model and take it, embrace it, make the modifications. Because if you've been kind of slacking, that's a good way to uh, up your game. The next one I think is just data security. I mean, making that a priority, being really vigilant about protecting your personal information. I myself have LastPass on my computer. I've got a little uh, thing on my camera that I can close. Um, you know, I'm I'm mindful about. My network connection within my home. I'm mindful about VPN networks. Um, so, just as technology advances, there's a lot of ways for people to get your data. So, just be really, uh, really focused. I would say on uh, data security and in, in the, the privacy. And then, I think another thing would be uh, promoting inclusivity. Okay, being mindful really of the the biases that exist within AI and those algorithms. So that way, you're not just putting in some information and then the output is always garbage, and then it just it doesn't really uh, it, it's not really inclusive of a specific individual. So be mindful of that. And uh, the last one, I think, is just fostering that human connection. Okay, remember that a- AI, it really can enhance our fitness experience, but it's not going to replace the value of that human connection. Hey, I've worked with one too many clients uh, in a good way. And the one thing that I've learned in, I think, those of you who are uh, in this and, and you're a veteran of fitness, you'll also know that when you're working with your clients, you know, they get to know you. You get to know them. And, And they're bringing you cake uh, during holidays and stuff, things that you shouldn't be eating, and you're you're eating it because you know you've developed a relationship with your clients. Uh, that's hard to do with AI, at least right now. But at some point, it might come. So you know, foster that human connection, uh, not only with your your peers uh, and your coworkers, but also with your clients, because that's what really cultivates that empathetic uh, component and understanding, really, in your in your program. Now, as we're kind of looking forward into the future, I believe, and I. think think that it's totally evident AI is not going anywhere. Okay. It's going to continue taking on an increasingly significant role in the way that the health and fitness world is being shaped, the, the well being of ourselves and how we perform. Okay. Because it does make things easier. It makes things faster. And if we're understanding this stuff, the, the better we understand it, the more potential uh, we have, but there's also challenges with this. Okay. And this technology, as we adopt it, we've got to be very thoughtful about that balanced approach that I was talking about earlier, you know, making sure that we're, We're kind of doing both. We're embracing it. We're we're being balanced uh, with it. We can really, if we if we do that, I believe we can really harness the power of AI, and that's going to usher in a complete new era of how we work in harmony with new technology. So, with that said, one of the other things that I've done was I built an eight week program for myself. Took thirty seconds. Was pretty awesome. I decided why not? For those of you who don't want to potentially get your data uh, put out there with ChatGPT. And put your email in there and if you do i would say just go create a, a fake email address and then put that in there but one thing that i've done for you is i went ahead and i put together a 12-week workout program uh, let me back that up chat gpt put together a 12-week workout program that I think is pretty impressive. And uh go ahead and download it. It's in the show notes. Okay, grab it. It's got my stamp of approval. Um, I think you'll be pretty impressed by how awesome it is. And it only took 30 seconds to put together. So I think we all need to embrace the incredible potential of AI. But I really think we also shouldn't lose sight of the power that we have with that human connection with our clients. Okay, that empathy that we have within our fitness journey. And thinking about this long term, really together, I think it's possible to navigate. I think it's totally possible to navigate the bold, new, crazy, uh, sci-fi style world that we're about to live in. And we're going to be unlocking some serious levels of performance and well-being with this new technology that once was thought to be out of reach. Everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this uh, this solo episode. That's all today for me. That's all for me today. Okay, that's all I got for you. Remember, get out there, hustle, and make the most of your sweet success. Talk to you on the flip side.